0: A reading from Matthew thirteen thirty six 36-39. Then he left the crowd and went into the house. His disciples came to him and said, Explain to us the parable of the weeds in the field. He answered, The one who sowed the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world, and the good seed stands for the sons of the kingdom. The weeds are the sons of the evil one, and the enemy who sows them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the harvesters are angels.
1: Yesterday, Eric and Craig, you guys started talking about this parable. You know, we're just on the same theme here as yesterday, about, you know, Jesus using this illustration of wheat growing, but also weeds. And Craig, you mentioned this is a helpful metaphor as you teach students, why is there still evil in the world, or at least recognizing the existence of evil in the world, and It's like a helpful illustration for students and adults, I think, to understand for some reason, God and his sovereignty has allowed evil to coexist with the good. I think that is really good teaching, obviously, but I also just have to, I have to express an honest reaction, which is that I kind of don't like the fact that this is our reality. I wish in the death and in his death and resurrection and ascension, Jesus would have Weeded the garden. I wish he would have gotten rid of Satan and the effects of Satan. I wish that the defeat he um, had over Satan on the cross would have been final in that moment because living with these weeds in the garden now, both people who come against me and my own flesh, as you said yesterday, Craig, my own sinfulness, it chokes me. You know, it chokes me. I had an experience some time ago where I. Someone was really coming against me and against the ministry in a, just an evil way. And I had a whole weekend, basically. I didn't even realize this was happening. I thought my glands were swollen, but <laughs> I had this weird sensation in my throat. And it was Gina Hance who prayed for me on um, Tuesday morning. And she used this metaphor. She said, Lord, I feel like the um, enemy is choking, Pastor Nathan. And I, started, I burst into tears because I realized that in some spiritual way I was being choked. And it was a terrible experience really. Uh, and so I look at it just being honest, I'm just like, Lord Jesus, why didn't you be, get rid of these weeds? They're really hard to live with. And of course, I immediately go to a place of trust and a place of knowing that he's sovereign, he's in control, he's sanctifying us, he's discipling us, he's allowing us to live with the weeds uh, for a reason, you know, that we might turn to him more, but just needed to express that honest opinion as well.
2: Sir, I come from a, a, such a different, uh, Place than you did because uh, you've been following Jesus uh, for most of your life, Uh, whereas I had walked away, um, not intentionally, not in uh, a bad way, but I I think that I bought into the education that uh, I'm the master of my own fate. Uh, There's nothing that, um, I'm a good person. I think that one of the real dilemmas in the church today is that it's actually become theology. Right. And it took me so long. When I started reading the Bible, I was attracted to it, but I had no idea why. And I kept on persisting, reading, reading, and then started doing the podcast with Chuck Davis. I think he was so instrumental in clarifying this issue you and I are talking about. Um, it it clarifies itself in a way in uh, seventh chapter of John, when he said, why do I do what I don't want to do and and don't do what I want to do? And he ultimately says, uh, by the grace of God and Jesus Christ, uh, I can resolve this conflict. I'm being helped um, by uh, the presence of God through the Holy Spirit. Um, in this conflict. But if you don't even know there's a conflict, then what you tend yeah. to do is you see all evil in other and right. all good in oneself. Right. And if that gets inside the church, the church mm. cannot grow. Forget it. Right.